is a very popular quote saying ki feed the winners and starve the losers right to jisko paisa nahi jisko paisa nahi chahiye usko paisa do aur jisko paisa bahut zyada zarurat hai paise ki usko mat do hey everyone uh, thank you for watching the notchar podcast uh, this is our fifth episode uh, please as always we are open to feedback and like would want to know your questions and if you have anything which you have in mind what kind of guests do you want to listen to and what fields interests you right please do write down to us on our channel instagram channel notchar podcast uh, today we have vipul ravel with us uh, he was my senior in college uh, at lnmit jaipur and ever since he has like worked on multiple startups uh, since 2012 when he passed out and uh, recently uh, one of his startups got acquired by perfios technologies and uh, oh. i'm sure there will be a lot of uh, insights which you can give us on how to go about angel investments in india so hi vipul uh, we'll like to re- welcome you to the northstar podcast yes hi thanks uh, thanks for inviting me and i look forward to a great conversation so hum vipul hum log abhi discuss kar rahe the right so we wanted to actually start from the beginning ki uh, you know aapne college ke baad i think you were working right you were in a job and uske baad actually the fact is that i started working even um, before finishing so our college allowed us a flexible credit system which gave me the freedom that i could finish all my required credits in seventh semester and i took the eighth semester off to go work uh, in a startup as a business development intern i i didn't sit for placements i didn't apply for jobs i was clear that i wanted to pursue uh, the path of entrepreneurship and at that point i didn't have any idea i didn't have any team so i have felt it will be right for me to go work for startups figure out the ecosystem and then at some point in future i'll start my own got it so i think fir aapne i think you work there and then about end of 2014 right jab aapne uh, yeah. so your- yeah so the first startup i started working in i kept working for them for around one and a half years it was called tech buddy it was into education and i was the last employee so when the founders decided to shut shop along with the founders uh, i was the last employee to you know take that final call that okay today we are starting the operations and then the next startup i started working in was called uh, satviko it's a food brand and it continues to exist it promotes uh, indian food yoga food is what the brand represents and there i was the first employee so so the whole brand identity creating the whole concept from scratch and then taking care of growth etc so after having these a uh, couple of experiences in 2014 i took the plunge and started my first startup called bakery bite which was a marketplace for bakery items and for home bakers so it was hyper local plus it was home bakers so you could order from a variety of around 2000 bakers across 15 cities and uh, we were getting good orders uh, in a in a span of 10 months uh, we were able to achieve like 500 orders a day but the challenge was the unit economics was not making sense so unless i was able to reach 4000 or 5000 orders a day i would not earn any money i would keep burning the cash mm. so very quickly i realized uh, jab tak 
initial days mein to it was like ki bas you have to do it you don't care about earning money all you care about was doing a startup and 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 bakeries were came, coming on board bakers were coming on board orders were coming on board so those matrices were matrices were looking fine right so so but but nobody none of us me and my co-founder none of us were looking at the uh, cash flows the the profitability all those parameters were not even in our minds right and we decided to shut it down yeah uh, so vipul before we go to your next startup just since you talked about two of your startups where in two different kind of start, startups were in at one place there was it was your idea of sorts and at the other place you were kind of involved with the kind uh, starting team correct founders. founding team yes. Yes. so what what was the key difference wherein the idea is yours and because you have thought it through and you have a certain mindset to go about things or you work with someone and kind of adopt their idea and then work around that so what was the key difference where you, which you found there the difference i would say was mostly in terms of uh, the passion towards the work right see in the bakery by scenario the problem was something i had faced myself while back in 2014 if you had to order cakes and you had platforms like food panda and just eat tasty khana that back then and those platforms were not allowing you to choose whether it's a half kg cake or one kg cake whether it's egg eggless or what is the message on the cake so those were the kind of problems which we were solving with bakery by and also there was no platform for home bakers to list their uh, things and they were very very uh, their own network specific and kind of things right so that was a problem which we identified and we tried to solve it whereas at satviko the concept was laid by the founders and my role was restricted to a particular department i was not responsible for manufacturing i was not responsible for customer support all i, I had a particular department and i was responsible for marketing alone the other departments how good or bad they perform is was not something i was directly looking into whereas when it came to bakery bite then every department was my department just to contextualize this timing right jaise aapne mention kiya and i think when they were organically ki us time pe there were no swiggies of the world right especially at this scale no. abhi hai uh, so a platform right availability which is discoverability as a as a problem statement was all nahi hua tha us time pe second this is also pre geo so as yeah. a कनेक्टिविटी भी जैसे अभी हमारे पास है and most of our customers were in tier 1 cities and nris so we identified a very specific market we thought we'll give competition to ferns and petals they were giving you a cake for 2000 rupees and we were giving the same cake for 500 rupees even in fact some better in some cases even better quality because we were ordering from the best bakery near your house right so 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 we got a lot of orders from people in singapore and us who were sending cakes to their loved one in india and and people in tier 1 cities who wanted to send cakes to their loved ones in tier 2 tier 3 cities which is why i said that in a span of 10 months we were expanded to around 15 cities so ye ye jo aapne niche mention kiya right which in hindsight is a brilliant strategy and clearly worked for you but yahan pahunchne ke liye like was this your first shot or wo chal gaya tha ya were you trying a bunch of things jisme se ye nikla Like what's like? How did you arrive at this targeting? 
yeah so it was the first strategy we had and the only strategy we had because as i said the the duration was very less in the period of 12 months we shut down the company so humne from day one we took this strategy that that's our target audience we kept focus on that audience we devised our marketing strategies around them the uh, paid campaigns were targeted to them and which is why we were able to get such good numbers when you started your fintech startups how did you take those learnings from there and maybe uh, you can expand on how how uh, how did you get an idea how to get into the fintech market yeah so after we shut down bakery bite and and a lot of people have appreciated for that like at the hindsight i didn't i didn't realize that i was taking a bold decision for me it was just common sense that the i'm losing money and i don't have more money and i'm not able to raise money so let's just shut it down but a lot of people have appreciated that people are not able to give up on something which is doing good and they keep at it and then very later on they realize that it was the right thing to do to stop much earlier right so fail fast wala logic use karke we decided quickly shut it down now when we had to decide what next to do so very interestingly we in a period of 3 to 4 months we started four companies and shut four companies so what we were doing every other month was we were coming up with an idea and now how to validate an idea one is to keep doing research and and keep reading about it right the other ways we created a website it used to take us less than a day to create a website a couple of days to create a ppt presentation and we used to collect the email ids of the targeted customer for that business and try to blast emails and try to reach out to the customer as if we are a proper company we didn't have any product all we had was a ppt and a website and we used to create visiting cards and go as sales i used to start doing sales without any product without any uh, thing so that used to give me a real time feedback of if i had a company would the customers buy so after doing two or three or four trials the fourth one worked which was fintech labs where we pitched a digital lending platform as a service to some of the uh, people who were doing fintech startups so our target audience was fintech startups who wanted to do alternate lending and needed technology as a service i only started the business after getting the first customer on board so the learnings were that uh, you need to have and and always took care of profitability you need to have uh, unit economic sense all those learnings which we had from the first experience we took into account while doing like uh, a successful startup and a failed startup right when do you realize because every startup faces those problems uh, and goes through that stage wherein you have to decide whether should we pilot into something new or what's going wrong for us right when do you know ki uh this is the time to shut as in we are failing and we have to shut down or it's time to hustle more or try new ideas in the same company that's a very good question actually so there's no because there can't be any rule for that right there could be people who could say that maybe we sh- persistence is the key right so if you keep on working on one idea for too long you will turn it around and make it into a success right so persistence is very important in any startup so but at the same time you need to know when to shut down and there cannot be any rule when do you decide to shut it down right it's just case to case basis it it's your gut feeling as an entrepreneur you need to take into account that for you is it making sense you need to look at the 
ecosystem what all things are evolving around that ecosystem do you think that what you are doing somebody can come and replicate that very easily so it's it probably and you will not be able to survive in the market for way too long or the competition so so i could foresee zomato expanding into ordering when i started bakery bite in fact when i shut bakery bite zomato was still not into ordering but i had been listening to what dipender had been saying during his talks and i knew very clearly that within a few months these guys are going to come into online ordering and going to take a majority chunk of the business so at that point i felt that there is no point competing with somebody who has such a large uh, target audience already with him uh, and i took the call to shut it down at that point i i did not see that even as i said even after getting 2x or 3x increase in my numbers i was not making unit economic sense तो इन दोनों चीजों का कॉम्बिनेशन लेते हुए आई हैड टू टेक दैट कॉल ऑफ शट डाउन बट इफ यू आस्क मी दैट कैन द सेम प्रिंसिपल्स बी अप्लाइड टू एनी अदर बिजनेस देन नो इट फॉर ईच बिजनेस इट हैज टू बी डिफरेंट कॉल इट्स इट्स द ऑन्टरप्रिनोर्स अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ द मार्केट ऑन द बेसिस ऑफ व्हिच ही हैज टू टेक द कॉल गॉट इट एंड आई थिंक पीपल फेयर आई थिंक जस्ट रनिंग योर ओन थिंग राइट एज यू मेंशन आपने पहले भी कंट्रास्ट ड्रॉ किया फ्रॉम द पॉइंट वेयर यू नो यू वर डूइंग योर ओन थिंग putting my energies it's it's new and exciting for me and i'm putting my energies towards that but yes i think after see after four years of running uh, four and a half years of running bootstrap startup it takes a lot of energy out of you so i was anyways kind of exhausted feeling a little exhausted so for me being an employee was kind of a relief uh, after a four year long in fact if you include the failed startup it was a five to six years long struggle so after that long a period where you are as an entrepreneur you are responsible for a lot of things you are responsible for payroll management accounts management balance sheet management etc apart from your uh, key kr kra right so these are extra things which you need to take care of compliance etc so when i had to give up on those side responsibilities it it felt good for the time being because i needed a break and and when you are an entrepreneur there is no scope of any break you are on it 24/7 just grinding all the time so for me personally it was a good change so uh, that break that can be a good like leave into ki why does then anyone want to become a entrepreneur because it's satisfying at the same time see financial satisfaction is one thing but the kind of content which i feel with myself having been achieved having been worked on something for for four and a half years and then selling it off and then seeing it prosper under the hands of the new parent is, is something which is very very satisfying so it's it's kind of risk reward right so so obviously there was a very big risk which we took but at the same time the reward was very very satisfying so as you mentioned right while like you're like at the helm of things right jab aap decide kar rahe hote ho kya hona hai aage right the strategic goals etc and now in a in, in in like a different parent company 
वहां पे लाइक आर देर कॉन्फ्लिक्स क्या आपको लगता है नहीं यार यहाँ पे तो ये करना चाहिए बट से ऑर्गेनाइजेशन but that those are scenarios which you have to just act maturely and and say understand that you took a conscious decision of selling those rights to somebody else right that that final right of taking the final decision you yourself gave that right up to somebody else then is when that acquisition thing happens right before that period say 6 months before acquisition is that in your mind as an entrepreneur to Like get acquired or acquired or is it something which comes to you usually wherein then you start thinking ki maybe you want to scale the startup how is it absolutely in fact in majority of the cases when entrepreneurs get acquisition offers even with good money they don't take it for this particular reason that they lose control and they lose the decision making and then all the things and, and in fact it was one of the major and Uh, factors while i was considering the sale of the company right uh, whoever i consulted in my uh, mentor network or my personal network they said it's good money take it right but for me it was not just about the money i was giving up kind of my baby right so it was kind of giving up more than uh, that thing to us time pe to yahi lagta tha ki you are giving more than what you are getting giving up more than what you are getting right so jitna bhi paisa de do us time pe kam hi lagta hai but when you tell that uh, amount to somebody else he feels that oh what you're getting that much money then just take it it's better to you know you it's like sitting on a gambling table and you are earning and earning and earning and somebody saying now get up you have made enough right but 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 you want to keep playing more <laughs> so it's it's not exactly like that but that kind of feeling is what you get but see looking at hindsight i i like the decisions which i made and especially given yeah. that just after our sale the covid scenario hit the business really badly so it feels even more uh, better that it was the right thing to do is your family or anyone close to your friends involved in the whole decision making and your uh, like what you are going through do, does that impact your entrepreneurial journey see uh, from a family and from a friend support point of view it was never there right as an entrepreneur you they had invested so much in my engineering and then i didn't even sit for placements it was disappointing for them and then when i when i was working in startups jinke unhone naam bhi nahi sune hai and the kind of uh, money which my peers were earning was much more than what i was earning so it was difficult for them to even explain what i do to my distant relatives like family members they were not able to even understand ki ye kar kya raha hai right clearly entrepreneurship was not a designation right so so it was challenging and uh, only after i was able to get financial rewards out of my second startup which was fintech labs when we started making good money and i getting But when people started seeing that he's making some kind of money, then they thought, "Ha, kuch achha hi kar raha hoga." 
so most of my family uh, it was difficult for them to understand what i do and and finally once they understood that he makes and sells softwares to that uh, that's all they understand right ki <laughs> ye software banata hai and software bechta hai every entrepreneur has to be in that sense very head strong you don't have to listen to what people are saying and if you have to listen to the people you need to recognize who are the right kind of people to listen to in like just a, on on the funnier side of things funny side of things uh, ye aur jitesh aur main bhi kafi relate kar sakte hain because uh, jab maine upgrade join kiya tha re uh, i think that was back in 2017 so mere ghar wale yahi poochte the ki yaar hum kisi ko kya batayenge unko naam nahi pata hota tha upgrade ka fir abhi dheere dheere jab brand campaigns hone lage tv pe ad aane laga to uske baad it was theek hai abhi people are aware of the brand and that helps at least in like the internal family conversations that's Your right in fact that's actually important so when when b2b companies are doing branding that's one of the dis- uh, factors which they take into account while doing marketing that their employees families should know about the brand that will lead to higher employee satisfaction you know as well as employee branding right i think people tend to ki matlab meri company ka naam suna hai agli jagah pe to i think people tend to join and i think conversion ratios better hote honge that's right Yeah. I think what I have come to realize, family do play a very important role. <laughs> Because uh, running a company myself, and when I we when we used to have employees like fintech labs at the peak, we had around thirty five employees under us, right? So, and when we were taking into account employee satisfaction, the families played a very important role. That we have to keep their families happy. Diwali pe especially, we used to give them gifts for their families because. If your family is always at you saying कि यार कैसी कंपनी में काम कर रहा है छोड़ कुछ बड़ा बड़ी कंपनी में जा बड़ी कंपनी में जा you will the employee will always uh, feel downgraded which we don't we did, as entrepreneurs we didn't care okay you you even if the world came to me and told me that I'm 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 a downgraded I didn't have that inferiority complex right but as a as a regular employee if you are being told every day by your family that you are working in a small time company then it feels uncomfortable for that employee and some somewhere it keeps playing in his mind the other uh, segment that we wanted to get to was uh, i think abhi july mein right very recently you started your own investing yeah, so right? i have joined the, as a venture partner so gamba capital uh, has been running since 2017 by adit okay. and he has been running the show I have recently joined as a venture partner, and typically the role of a venture partner in uh, in a VC firm is to help as a as a as an outside concern uh, outside advisor, help in evaluating the startups, help in sourcing the startups, and taking decisions, and then and also play some financial role there. So so that's the typically role. My day job continues to be at Perfuse, where where I take care of uh, business expansions into international markets. But at the same time, when startup investments is something which really excited me, and there were a couple of reasons behind that. So, first one being that as a asset class, it it seemed like the right thing to do post COVID, because the real estate market had taken a hit, and the traditional markets were not performing really well. So, as an asset class only, it made sense for me. And then, given my passion for startups, it was like sone pe suhaga, right? So, nothing better than that. and and apart from that my skill set or my learnings i felt could be useful to startups who are who i am interacting with and exchanging thoughts exchanging ideas so all those things are very fulfilling 
uh, that that the learnings which I've had are being can be used by somebody else to their advantage. So these are the three reasons uh, broadly which I felt that this is the right thing to do, and I started doing that. So, but as an asset class, right? If you're comparing it, like if this is just so, for example, at least on the point one, right? If it's a it's a return on investment point of view, then startups like you can't really compare, say, you know, a mutual fund investment or you know, say, a gold investment. If asset class is the definition that we're going ahead with, right? Because it's just extremely risky, right? I think at least from like our understanding of like my understanding of things. How no, like on a scale? I, as I as I said at the beginning, right? It's a it's a risk reward thing. So. so giving up placements and starting up was a risk and i got the necessary reward out of it right similarly making a startup investment is a risk but the kind of reward which you will get is will will cover for that i'm not saying always but but that's what you need to have the understanding of that this particular asset class unlike any other asset class here you need to understand the end product and you need and you can influence the output as well so if you can help the company in certain ways by making the right connections or introducing them to customers or by certain ways you can influence the outcome of that business so it 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 makes sense in that scenario but if you are a complete layman let's say you are a government job employee and then you are planning to invest in startups as a asset class may may not be the right asset class for you it's not for everybody but for anybody who is in the ecosystem or has seen things happening has certain or anybody who has basic business sense can invest in startups whether the business space makes sense he has a understanding of the space or he has understanding of the ecosystem or he has a understanding of the technology that kind of people can make investments into startups so making an uh, making an investment you have to assume that 50% of the start amount you are investing will go to zero right so if i am if i am investing let's say 5 lakh rupees in in 20 startups typically that's what at least i got the feedback from the ecosystem that that's the right kind of allocation if you are starting up fresh as an angel investor that's the kind of budget you should have have in mind that i will invest 5 lakh rupees in 20 startups right so that will give you enough diversification that will give you enough comfort for you to get a reasonable return on your overall portfolio so out of these 20 startups even if 10 go to zero the remaining 10 will give you kind of returns which will more than cover up for the other ones correct and abhi tak have you like in 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 these past few months have you invested have you like closed the process with somebody or like what state are you in abhi are you evaluating where yeah, we have uh, we have closed around four startups in last three months uh the the deal flow is really good uh, now in, as you said you invested in four startups over like last six odd months um how involved are you in their day to day operations and delivery or are you only involved uh with the numbers thing so as angel investors uh, we are not at any level in involved in the operations we are available as a guiding force or when the entrepreneur is stuck at something he needs some connects or he needs a strategic advice so it's basically the entrepreneurs uh, how he how much they can take out of their angel investors right so whenever they need any help or they need a discussion to be held a strategic discussion or an advice they reach out and then we talk 
so that means it's a little different than the vc firm matlab aren't you guys following up um, like the vc do vc firms do ha to thoda sa difference hai as compared to a vc fund yes we do get the monthly reporting from the entrepreneur so if we feel that there is something going wrong like monthly matrices monthly or quarterly depending on the business to business depending on the stage of the business whether it's a pre seed deal or a seed deal or a pre series a deal uh, we get monthly or quarterly reports and looking at those reports if we feel that there is something going very wrong then only we would interfere uh, but but at typically what i have seen in last few months typically the numbers are uh, have not gone so dramatically down for us to interfere interfere and and uh, ask the reasons as of now things have been going right but but if and when that happens yes we will ask the reasons and try to identify the problems and help them in identifying the problem so at at the stage which we invest in our objective is uh mostly to help them in solving their problems for them to be able to grow their business better so we will uh as i have mentioned kiya right a lot of these uh, you know the barrier for entry at least from a capital standpoint right i think it's, it's more than just dumb money in that sense of the word because 5 lakh capital is something you know the, the total addressable market or the total number of people who could afford that or even interested in that would be higher right and then there has to be some strategic value you also bring to say the entrepreneur right when you are angel investing so if for example any person wants to today like listening to this is kya theek hai i am interested in startups i have seen enough startups succeeding around me uh, and uh, i want to do this right agar ye thought hai kisi ke dimag mein so how would you suggest they go about it uh, yeah, that's a yeah that's a very good question and that also brings me to what gamba capital does so we don't write checks of checks of 5 lakh rupees we writes we write checks anything between uh, 50 lakhs to 1 cr so how we do that is through an angel list syndicate for example there is an entrepreneur who to raise a funding of let's say one, uh, 75 lakhs we will give them a commitment that we are willing to fund you 75 lakhs we will put 10% or 20% of that amount from our own pockets the remaining 80 to 90% will be raised through an angel list syndicate where people like you all people listening to this can come and participate and put in their 3 lakhs or 5 lakh rupees check and co-invest with us so it's a angel list syndicate where you will get deals which are uh, evaluated by us which are recommended by us and then you take a case to case basis decision whether you want to invest in co-invest with us on that deal or not got it lekin jaise koi first time kar raha hai right like because for example hum mutual funds mein invest karte hain so like there are a couple of things right a uski rating rehti hai value research ki xyz so there is third party validation so to speak jo obviously yes. startup mein missing hoga right so it's it's actually stupid to even expect that but koi pehli baar kar raha hai so what are the leading metrics or like what what factors should one consider in order to uh, get into the right yeah let me tell you from others perspective so if you are an invest angel investor starting new and you understand the ecosystem or you understand the business a little bit what you need to do you need to go and start following up uh, become a investor on the angel list join a couple of angel syndicates from those angel syndicates you will start getting the deals i would not recommend you going yourself and start sourcing from day 1 because the quality of sourcing which you will get unless you are a tier 1 person who has a very good brand recognition very good pr 
and and very good entrepreneurs reach out to you themselves you should not go in the market and try to do the angel investing yourself you should go via somebody who has been there done that like there are angel list syndicates like gamba capital is there there are other so what you need to look at is couple of things first one look at the portfolio of that syndicate which you are investing in for example if you are planning to invest in gamba capital's deal look at gamba capital's last 20 deals which is listed on every uh, syndicate's website or they are also listed on the angel list so you try to look at those 20 25 deals which they have invested in and see whether those are the kind of deals you like and how's the performance of those 20 have they raised follow up round of funding whether they have got any exits etc and the second thing you look at is the merit of the business so with every deal which we list we also write a investment memo investment memo will have why we have decided to invest in this deal what is it that excites us excites us what are the risk associated with this and uh, what is the founder's background so the, everything is covered in that investment memo so you it's a proper informed decision which you are taking and then how involved or like how much can uh what can i ask later ki yaar 6 months down the line do i need to ask you or the founders or what so uh typically you would ask us that what is the performance of a particular company and we would update you that this is what the performance is happening on a particular case to case basis and how this syndicate works let me explain the logistics of that as well so what happens is there is a sebi registered angel investment fund aif which is formed for every investment you are we are making let's say we have committed 75 lakh rupees to a startup and we have put in 15 lakhs of our own capital and the remaining 60 lakhs will be raised through uh, 55 lakhs 55 lakhs being given by 12 people each now these 12 people will give 5 lakhs plus we will put in our money and 75 lakh rupees will be formed in a sebi registered aif and that fund will sit on the cap table of the company so typically legacy uh, legacy wise angel investments kaise hoti thi that if you are putting in a 10 lakh rupee check you used to get the shares of that company and you would sit on the cap table of that company whereas in this case you're not getting shares you are not sitting on the cap table of the company for the for the startup it's a much simpler process because it's only one person sitting on their cap table so they just have to get one signature for any formalities kind of thing and for you it's easier that you don't have to use your din number on every other company and and you hold the you hold a part of that fund sebi registered fund which is uh, for formed for that particular investment and it also helps you in the resale for example let's say you can not sell your if you have made a angel investment directly sitting on the cap table of the startup then you hold the shares of that startup and you cannot sell those shares unless the founders or the everybody else sign off on that sale right whereas if you are holding your uh, aif funds cash uh, share of fund, that, so that effectively means ki that aif that holds and i i have a certain component of it say 5% agar main chahun to main jitesh ko wo sell out karke i can exit the investment without the startup actually taking an exit is that is that correct. what i mean correct correct that's not correct. something recommended i would not recommend doing that but that is something possible as a worst case scenario if you have to take an exit and uh, get that thing but for 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 recommendation from my side would be that 
you should only invest in startups that pool of money which you would not need for another five five to ten years, right? So it's a long term investment. So that that's actually one of the follow up questions that was coming to my head. Yeah, हम जब asset class की बात करते हैं, there's typically a horizon, you know, an investment horizon related to all of them. So I think you answered that. Five to ten years is what we are looking at. Uh, Correct. At least more, op- more optimistic. Yeah, more optimistic people would say around four to five years. But hmm. I like to assume five to ten years of horizon because as a startup, it takes that much kind that much time for you for them to be able to give any reasonable, very very great returns. You would get reasonable returns in three to four years. But if you're looking for awesome returns, then you should wait it out. Okay, for for us and for anybody who's listening, right? Like what does like what does like again like does an awesome result look like somebody who invested in Flipkart back in twenty like two thousand seven? Is that what an awesome result like? What's your benchmark? The okay so the benchmark. Can... Yeah. So the benchmark is uh, Sanjay Mehta's investment into Oyo, which gave him around one fifty x return. Hmm. Hmm. Right. So so uh, Ashish Tulsiyan's investments into an academy, which again mo- gave him more than hundred x returns. उनका होराइजन कितना था आई एम नॉट वेरी फेमिलियर विद दिस स्पेसिफिक इन्वेस्टमेंट्स कितना होराइजन था उन्होंने कब किया था एंड व्हेन डिड दे एग्जिस्ट इट वाज अराउंड 6 इयर्स राइट इन इन अन एकेडमीज केस इट वाज लेस देन दैट इन ओयोस केस इट वाज मोर देन दैट एंड इट्स इट्स अबाउट यू नीड टू कीप रीइन पार्टिसिपेटिंग इन द फॉलोअप राउंड्स सो सीरीज व्हेन दीस गाइस मेड एंजल इन्वेस्टमेंट्स दिस दिस वर द दे वर द फर्स्ट चेक्स and after that after the first check there is a seed round after seed round there is either a series a series b these guys got exit at series c series d level right when the company is raising a 100 million dollars in funding at that point if you take exit then it's a awesome return more than 100x any anything which is giving you more than 100x return so you putting in 5 lakhs and you are getting 5 crores in return that's an awesome return of course and and, and typically that's what happens see as i told you you need to identify that one although it's not so easy as saying identifying that one unicorn but mm-hmm. but if out of your portfolio one company gives you 100x return you other 90 even if the other 19 shut it down you don't care right i think it's a numbers game at the end of the day yeah good right got it and apne jo mention kiya ki uh, they have to like again you said ki unko participate kiya unhone like for example i in the follow up rounds Right. So, so every, and it's not just angel investments. It's every VC investment that you need hmm. to reinvest in your winners. It's like there's a very popular quote saying, "He feed the winners and starve the losers." Right. So, जिसको पैसा नहीं जिसको पैसा नहीं चाहिए उसको पैसा दो और जिसको पैसा बहुत ज़्यादा ज़रूरत है पैसे की उसको मत दो. Because he's already starving. Don't feed him. And if he already has cash surplus, his business is doing really well. Then put him more money. Right. So. वो एक लॉजिक सा है वीसी वर्ल्ड में विच उसके पीछे रीजन यही है दैट इफ द आउट ऑफ योर ट्वेंटी कंपनीज ओनली वन ऑफ देम इज लेट्स से रियली रियली सक्सेसफुल और टू ऑफ देम आर रियली रियली सक्सेसफुल बट इफ यू हैव नॉट रीइन्वेस्टेड इन देम देन द काइंड ऑफ रिटर्न्स व्हिच इवन इफ द कंपनी हैज मेड अ लॉट ऑफ मनी यू विल नॉट गेट दैट काइंड ऑफ रिटर्न सो एवरी वीसी फंड व्हाट दे डू इज दे पुट अ स्मॉलर चेक इन 20 कंपनीज आउट ऑफ दोस 20 कंपनीज लेट्स से Three or four or five of them does really well, and then they put a bigger check on those winners. As an venture capital firm, I think as an entrepreneur also, I'll be willing to you know offer them the equity, offer them the you know subsequent rounds. 
बट कई बार ऐसा होता है ना कि आपने ठीक है यू नीडेड नीडेड मनी आई टुक इट फ्रॉम एक्स वाई जी पर्सन बट आगे राउंड में आई एम नॉट इंटरेस्टेड इन ऑफरिंग माई इक्विटी टू दैट पर्सन बिकॉज वो वो वैल्यू एड नहीं करता मेरे लिए so that so those are the kind of ha hmm. those are the kind of things which companies like gamba capital take care of like so 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 that's a that's the advantage of not doing an angel investment yourself unless you are fully aware about the terms and conditions involved around that and going hmm. for with an angel syndicate who takes care of all the such things for example when we invest make an investment into any company we take pro rata rights so pro like rata not- rights is Hmm. Prorata right means that in every follow-up round, we would be allowed to make an investment to retain our percentage of equity. Okay, okay. And and if I understand correctly, and like just by first principle, there could also be deals you could negotiate. That you know, I am investing X amount for Y equity, and I want an option to buy another Y amount at X Y Z like amount, yeah. right? That's also something right. you could actually do. you you can but that's not as popular in the ecosystem as other things so typically the most popular thing to uh, do is get pro rata rights in the follow up round which is maintaining your equity ki wo dilute na ho maybe procuring more is not necessarily very common correct as a last question we always ask our guests uh, how do you think like do you hear to any podcast and how do you think like audio and pod- podcasting will look like in like near future yeah so podcasting is uh, something which really interesting i do follow junior vc uh, a junior vc which is a which does podcast and i listen to that and i have found some of the podcasts very interesting in general as well and i do listen to podcasts um, in fact i do feel that it is taken uh, it's a new form of blogging so i've started reading less and and listening more which i don't want to do but that's the natural behavior which i'm observing in myself i would prefer reading more but just that the nature of things have become such that i've i'm observed that i'm listening more than i'm reading why why so, do you think uh, why why are you preferring reading i would want to prefer reading because it it's more it's more uh, intuitive it's more uh, you know when you are writing something you are able to think a lot before writing right you are able to collate your thoughts and then write while you are speaking it's not scripted you are just speaking on the fly and then it's not that uh, cohesive a thought as when you are writing but i don't see both things will coexist aisa nahi hai that anything will take over one thing will be more than what just for example if you see mobile devices will take over lap full screen devices as a kab se bola ja raha hai or tablets will take over laptops as a kuch nahi hua you need a tablet you need a laptop you need a mobile device you need all three devices right so just like that you would need blogs you would need written content as well as you would need podcasts so it's it's come up as a new method of communication and i think it will continue to uh, exist in fact a very recent uh, startup which i found very exciting in the space is called zencaster so zencaster allows you to record high quality podcasts abhi the problem is that most of these podcasts are recorded over zoom calls and the quality of audio is not that great 
So what Zencaster allows you to do is that it records your audio locally. So when I am speaking, my audio is recorded locally on my device. And when you are speaking, your audio is recorded locally on your device. And then they take the video recording and this audio recording through the software. It's merged in a high quality podcast recording is given as an output. So I, I found that very, exci- very, very exciting space. I think my question was, yeah, experience, right? This is the podcast experience. What was your experience like and any feedback that you can give us? How can we improve? Uh, like very candidly, how was your experience and can you better do it? Experience is good. I think I, I like talking to you guys. This, this was a very good experience. This was my first time being a guest on a podcast. So <laughs> I don't have any benchmarks or any comparisons to do. Uh, but overall, I had fun. I think from a feedback point of view, uh, I liked that you guys has had some concrete questions which I could give answers to. So I had a great experience. Maybe you can add some exciting kind of uh, elements into the podcast. Rapid fire or some questions. First word would come to mind. You can add a section to make it more exciting. Cool. Thanks, Vipul. Thanks for spending time with us. All right. Thanks, guys. Cool. See you. Bye. Cool.